0: for two, kickers are extra, I give them the boot. ooh, going for two, sit back, relax, while I grab me a brew, ooh, now I'm reclining, while put in my time and I'm ready to go, my spine is aligning and much my my lineups, my bank account grow, I am so rich, but knowledge is all that I'm leaving it with, ooh, listen to this, multiple options, how far can I get, ooh, DFS dynasty, reader and I am not finishing last. I'm finishing past any and all I am looking to last what else? This spot is popping and I am so locked in And only opening the door when it is opportunity knocking And all of these spots keep on talking and talking So what are we talking? What kind of alarming and running it deep Even players forgotten or cave in the bottom Or hitting that topping And in this spot is popping, yeah this spot is popping and This is the armchair. chat yeah. Put up your arms, yeah Sound the alarm, yeah
1: What is going on, guys, and welcome to the Texas Fantasy League P- Personal League Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Lambert. Uh, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Lambert77, and we are here tonight to break down your 12 team league. Uh, and with me tonight, i will go, we'll go ahead and meet the panel here. We have Mr. Brian Ford. He is the co host of the Dynasty Saturday Night Five right here I'm Going for Two Live, also a uh, host of the Dynasty Fever podcast. You can find him on Twitter at ffjunkie underscore. What's up, Brian? Hey, how we how we doing? Happy to do a an, another
2: PLP for a league with a very creative name of simply Texas. Texas. So Texas. I was told that we're not supposed to mess with Texas, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> also joining us tonight, uh, Mr. Shane. He is the host of the Red Zone Redemption and also the creator of the Poly Playoffs Charity Leagues. Uh, you could follow him at ffshaneb. What's up, Shane? Do you know my last name? Uh, I do know your last name. (laughs) (laughs) Here.
3: That's for you guys in Texas forever.
1: (laughs) That's good stuff. So, Shane, real quick, just give us a quick uh, Red Zone Redemption. Uh, When when can they find it? Where can they find it?
3: Yeah. So, um, if you don't already follow Red Zone Redemption, you're probably not annoyed with me. If you do, you probably are annoyed with me (laughs) because I've been cutting up all the audio from. The pod-a-thon, um that we did for Polly's playoff. So, first fifteen. Well, really, the the fifteen episodes from that are out on Spotify, Google, Apple, you name it. Um, and then usually, Red Zone Redemption will be a weekly podcast covering fantasy football, um, and occasionally dipping into a little bit of faith. Um, if the person that I have on wants to talk about that, if not, we'll stick to football.
1: Good stuff. And and Brian, I know uh, of course the the Saturday Night Five comes on Saturdays. Here I'm going for two live. Uh, and then the Dynasty Fever podcast, where can you find that at? <clears throat> yeah, so that's an
2: audio only podcast uh, at Dynasty Fever pod on Twitter. Uh, we usually record on Wednesdays and the episodes will drop like Thursday or, or Friday. Yeah. Good
1: stuff. All right, guys, as I mentioned at the top, we're here to break down your 12 team league and explain how this goes. In case you don't know, uh, I gave these guys uh, your team rosters and they ranked them from 12 to one with 12 being the team they'd least want to take over. And one being a team they would most want to take over. And from that, we created a consensus mm-hmm. ranking, which we will count down tonight. Uh, these guys were also given six teams each to break down. So when we get to that team in the in the countdown. We will count them down. Um, and before I get to that, I do want to mention real quick uh, that the going for two league uh, personally league podcast have sold out for this year. Um Obviously, we're a week from the season. Uh, but we have a special right now. If you wanted to order yours for next week, our next year is going for two.com backslash PLP use promo code EarlyBird 24 and save 20%. Uh, it makes Ooh. it about seven bucks a person in the 12 team league. So uh, increase your entry fee by $7 each. And you can get this uh, again, going for two.com backslash PLP use early bird 24. And I will say they are selling out. We already sold out the whole month of July uh, no. and part of June's already sold as well. So please, if you want to get in, get in quickly. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into the countdown. Number 12, number 12 team ranked as high as 11 and as low as 12. And it is hanging with Hernandez and uh, Shane. This is your squad here.
3: Yes, it is. So I should have given you a bonus point for uh name creativity because I, I don't know. This one just sticks with me. <laughs> um, I really think what ultimately did this team in for me was your QB and your tight end Um, in a one QB league. I can see where you can punt the quarterback position. Um, I don't think your team was good enough to punt the quarterback position. I know this is a keeper league. um, So if you, and I can't remember if you kept Purdy or not, Um, but either way, Brock Purdy, I don't think is good enough to be your only QB on this roster with the talent that you do have. Um, Damian Pierce looking like a good player with, uh well, not good player, but has, looks like he's got a good situation. Houston didn't really bring anybody in to compete with him. Uh I like Kenneth Walker, but with the Charbonnet draft pick, he's just become a headache. Devonte Adams is still a top five receiver in the league. Garrett Wilson has a ton of a upside with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not a huge chig guy just because I don't know what to do with passing options in that offense out even Deandre Hopkins. Like I'm not really sure. The only one I've been buying really this off season has been uh Traylon Burks. Um, you've actually got some decent depth on your bench, um, but uh, yeah, it was pretty and shape that just kind of scared me away and not, I don't know if you have someone that can truly finish as an RB one with this squad. Um, it'll be close with a couple of guys, um, but it's not I, I, I love running backs. And this is not necessarily a team that I am uh, excited about, even though you have a lot of them.
1: Yeah, it looks like his keepers were Devontae Adams and Kenneth Walker. Um, OK, so, uh, you know, I'm not sure when they had to mark their keepers. Kenneth Walker's situation obviously changed after the draft. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that, you know, he took him after the draft. But Adams is a pretty good uh, keeper, I think. And uh, not knowing
3: Sorry, you've got Deontay, Mike Evans, and Marvin Mims on your bench. Um, You've got a ton of receiver depth. I would try and package some of that to go get a better quarterback. Like, you don't even have to do that big of a package, but another team coming up has Geno Smith as their QB2. Kenny Pickett's a QB2 in this league. Jared Goff's a QB2. Stafford, like, there's some QBs that you could go and trade for um with various packages and that's probably one of the first moves I would make
1: yeah I would say that's probably the weak spot and I, I guess in a one quarterback league if you're gonna be weak somewhere be weak at quarterback because they are a little bit easier to replace um Brian what are your thoughts here on on this team
2: yeah you know I think Shane uh, pretty much uh covered it I'm not a huge Purdy fan you know period and the thing about one QB leagues as as Shane said is on the one hand you can maybe punt, stream, bob and weave figure it out. On the other hand, in one QB leagues, um uh having that stud or you know really elevates you because yep. you know, when you go against uh, a a Mahomes or an Allen or a Hurts or you know, you got to have somebody to match that, right? Yeah, and and you're and and if you don't then you're really you're really just giving it away, you know, every week. So sometimes it's it's really super important to have that stud in a in a one QB. Adams, you know, we've got age there. We've got you know Jimmy G. Not a big drop down from Derek Carr, but you know he's already barking about how he's upset. I don't. I hate the Raiders as an organization. I hate their coach. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen there? Um, you know, Gar Wilson. You know, I love the guy, but you know, Rogers is Rogers, you know, he could lean on Lazard and Cobb and, you know, for, and, and Dalvin cook for, you know, the first couple of weeks while he really grows trust with, with Garrett Wilson. There's, there's just a lot of ways that this can go, this can go badly. You know, honestly, like I would not be surprised if Sam Donald is starting in San
1: Francisco by week, you know, 13, Yikes! Yeah. but everybody, every, everybody knows I'm down on Purdy. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not big on Purdy in fantasy. And obviously I'm a little biased because I'm a 49ers fan, uh, I do think in that offense, he can win games, and I think he can be a good yeah. NFL quarterback. Sure. However, in fantasy, I do worry about him. I think it's going to be very conservative. Uh, he's not going to give you those weak winning games that a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes could give you. Yeah. Um, he's just going to be I, a quarterback that you're just going to plug in. He should be a streaming quarterback in, in a one quarterback league, in my opinion.
3: And I don't like kind of to your point there, too, Jeff, he may not win you games in fantasy. But I don't know, and this may be because of the system, if he's ever going to have those games where he just absolutely bombs and loses you a game either.
1: He's not going to have a Kirk Cousins, you know, negative 24 points. Right, they won't let him Uh, pass that much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get to team number 11. Number 11. Number 11 team ranked as high as 9 and as low as 10, and it is DBT Kirkwood. And Brian, this is your squad. Take it away.
2: Yeah, so uh, I think there's some very good starters here. Um, I just philosophically, I'm going to say this a lot tonight. I like running back depth. You know, I like to be lean and mean at wide receiver and then have running back depth. And that doesn't mean that I pay up for having 100 really good running backs. In fact, quite the opposite. I like to stock my bench with like injury away guys, pass catchers guys like that. But so I, I don't like the running back depth here. Uh I also don't like that you're carrying a bench defense. Like first of all, I don't even really believe in using kickers in defense, but that's a whole other story. But you're you're burning a bench spot by having a a, a bench DST. And honestly, you're a Steelers fan, please stop it. Um <laughs> you have Pickett, Jalen Warren, Pickens, and you're stashing the Steelers defense on your bench. Like this is this is homer behavior and you need to stop <laughs> um so uh you know for if you're if you're just listening to audio we've got Hertz and pickett at quarterback we've got cmc aaron jones and jalen warren at running back we've got waddle amari cooper pickens nico juju zay jones at receiver higby and dulcich are, are the tight ends the keepers were hurts and cmc uh it's not tight end premium so maybe it means you don't need a second tight end. It also means that they don't have a lot of trade value. I would maybe move a tight end and or wide receiver. You know, I know you, you, you're you. You probably love Juju because he was once a stealer. But, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe package, you know, Juju and Higby or Juju and Dulcich and see what you can do to, to add to that to that running back depth. Because yeah. um, the thing is, like CMC, he's aging. Aaron Jones is definitely aging. And there's a world in which, you know, things just don't go well in Green Bay. And, you know, they, they, they figure, listen, we're, we're probably going to just, you know, hand it over to, to A.J. Dillon, you know, it, it, like it's things can go wrong there, you know. So I think Nico is a really good sleeper. So if you are going to trade him, you're probably going to wanna wait for him to pop off uh, like a few weeks into, into the season. Higby could be a target machine, especially now with Kup gone. So you might wanna you might wanna see like you know if Cup's gonna miss like the first couple of weeks and Higby has like an eleven target game or something in the first week, you know maybe that's the guy you move and just f- you'll figure out tight end. You can stream tight end. Um, uh, so yeah, I, and and going into next year, if you end the year with Jalen Waddle, I want him to be one of your keepers along yeah, with I with Hertz. Uh, I I really don't think we should be keeping. Um, running backs uh especially um running backs of, of cmc's age so
1: yeah yeah that's a good call and one thing i wanted to say too is that this is a keeper league and you know we're ranking these in order we want to take them over but i think overall i think it's this league is fairly flat um i know we do a lot of dynasty leagues where like these bottom two teams are like like you would never see christian McCaffrey and jalen hurts on a dynasty team at the bottom of the list um, yeah. So I, I think some of well, these teams that were ranking towards the end, they make one or two moves in season or have one of those guys that are on their bench that are kind of flyers. If one of those guys pop and they have a breakout season, their season can totally change in, in, a, in a minute.
3: No, I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff, because like for me, there was maybe four or five teams that I really, really liked and pushed those up. But then I went through the teams the second time and I was like, this team's still really good. Like they should be higher, but I've gotta rank people at certain numbers and yep. it, like it just it was just the way the cards fell. Like there were good teams that I still feel like I ended up pushing back because I liked other teams better.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean Jalen Hurts, Jalen Waddle, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty that's solid, solid starting Yeah. Yeah. I, I struggle too and will and
2: will and we'll agree that there's it's a relatively, you know, flat league. I also think that since the rosters are small, which I had, like, my chest got tight seeing how small <laughs> the rosters were, you know, uh, it, it, there's the waiver wire is going gonna, is gonna to be bountiful, yep. unlike in, in a lot of leagues. I don't know if in this league you can trade draft picks, um, like in some keeper leagues, but that's an option, too, that, and I don't have access to your, your draft picks on, on this spreadsheet, so <clears throat> if you can trade draft picks, obviously that, that's a whole other conversation that comes into you know how you're going to improve these teams but I, I i agree it's almost like
1: every team is in the playoff chase in, yeah. in this league agreed 100 all right let's get to number 10 number 10 number 10 team ranked as high as six and as low as 12 a very big disparity here between this team uh it is the big green and uh, shane this is your squad i would
3: have liked this team a little better if they named it the big green egg <laughs> Brian, I do have a question for you. Um, are you a two a believer?
2: I'm. I'm generally yeah. I I would okay. say I used to be higher than market, but I think I think I'm. I think either the market's caught up, or I, or maybe I've maybe I've soured a little bit a with little, the concussions. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty much at the median when it comes to the market. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I like him. I think he's like my quarterback 10 in dynasty. Yeah. Nice. I was just
3: curious because um, we were very different on this one. Yeah. I love this starting lineup, but I'm also super in on Najee. I know Jeff is too. I have not been on cam makers typically, but with the way that their off season has gone, not bringing it. They brought in Zach Evans, and that was pretty much it. Sony Michelle retired. Um, I still have faith in Kyron Williams, Williams taking some kind of role, but Cam Akers has been kind of a screaming value to me this offseason. And so I think that, combined with the wide receivers and Njoku, plus you've got one of the best kickers in the league, potentially one of the best defenses in the league, I really, really liked the starting lineup for this team. Um The depth isn't great, but Montgomery was brought in as a free agent, paid pretty decently. I think they're going to use him, I feel like, a little bit more than people expect. Khalil Herbert, I don't know what's going to happen in that backfield, so you've got a chance at a starter. That's great. Isaiah Spiller is one guy that I've been targeting a lot as a deeper kind of uh, sleeper, if you will, because if Eckler goes down, I think Spiller can actually come in and, and surprise people. Um Gallup and DPJ are great depth pieces at wide receiver. They're never gonna crack your starting lineup except for bye weeks and maybe injuries. Um so maybe package them together to go improve that or go a little more uh go for broke style, if you will, with a, a better receiver or a better running back. Um but I really like this team and they landed at six just because some other teams ended up pushing them down.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a big Tua guy. Uh, I'm, I've I've been higher on Tua even last year. I was higher on Tua, and when he started off the season the way he did, I was I was uh, you know <laughs> basically doing my victory lap. And then of course injuries strike, and it, he he goes downhill from there. But as long as he's healthy, I think he is he's an amazing quarterback, and you you get him at a great value right now. Najee Harris, another guy that's got a lot of hate, that had a really good season last year that no one realizes how good his season actually was. If you divided it in half, uh, the second half of the season he was like RB six or RB seven uh cam makers i think was mentioned in the chat by jamie he was a top five running back last year towards the end of the season if he sees that kind of usage this year which there's no reason to think that he wouldn't uh he'll also be a solid player uh so again this this team has got some good pieces to to work with and the fact that it was ranked uh as high as six and as low as 12th uh tells you really all you need to know about this team as far as where it could could be as far as range of outcomes um brian you had him at 12 What, what was your biggest beef with this team
2: yeah, I'm looking through that and I'm, and, and I'm thinking, it, I think it was just like a, a, a death by a thousand paper cuts, you know, like uh, a, a bunch of little things. Nothing glaring, but a bunch of little things. I am definitely not a Najee guy. Um, you know, Acres could go either way. Uh, Tyreek, obviously, you love him, but aging, you know, you know, he, he already said he, there's a retirement window there. I'm skeptical on DJ Moore and how high he can climb it, with fields like Like I definitely have raised him in in my rankings from where from where I had him a couple months ago. Like I'm starting to warm up to it, but I just think there's a cap to how much that volume can 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 really increase. And even if he's hyper targeted, like I just don't see him. Like he is what he is. Like he's he's DJ Moore. He's going to be like a high end wide receiver too. You know, he's not going to crack a lot of touchdowns. More than four touchdowns,
3: though, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Who knows, man? Who
2: knows? Njoku, (laughs) Njoku, I like you know, but but like that could that could go. Either way, like he's my dynasty tight end 10. I do like him, but there's a there's a world in which, you know, uh, Elijah Moore takes a lot of targets or, you know, for some reason they decide to give Chubb 400 carries like it (laughs) just, you know,
3: um, please, please. My Scott Fishbowl team would be so happy.
2: (laughs) I've already got I mean, I've had Dotson above McLaurin in dynasty for for months. He's I knew I liked you, McLaurin's a a classic (laughs) underachiever. I don't really look at the kickers in defense. So maybe that's maybe that's why. Um, I'm lower on Gino than most people. I think. I think Montgomery could end up being your best running back. Uh, Spiller, I think. Spiller, I think, is 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 basically on his way to being irrelevant. I think. I think if Eckler goes down, Joshua Kelly will get touches. Elijah Dotson will catch passes, and Spiller could be the the odd man out. I kind of like Gallup. I tend to like Gallup better than most people. But you know, when you said Gallup and DPJ are great depth pieces at wide receiver, I thought. Like that's the opposite of what I thought. With rosters so shallow, I would yeah. I want to see better wide receivers on depth. And then but you're carrying a, and then you're carrying a second tight end. Well, yeah, yeah. And you're carrying a second tight end, which, you know, is kind of mm-hmm. useless, but uh, and it's and it's a starter who we don't know much about. I do like Ferg Daddy. You know, I you know, I'm optimistic <laughs> on him, but you know, he's he's but shoemaker could be the starter there in a, a few weeks or they're splitting it and it's and it's a headache. So I just think it was just like a, a thousand little things where I was like, there's too much that can go wrong with this team.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And I, I want to quickly get your, uh, your, your idea and some philosophy here as far as uh, how they built their team. But what, what are your thoughts, Shane on, on stacking in this case with the one quarterback in a sort of a redraft? I know like in best ball, it's popular in DFS. It's popular, <laughs> uh, but the Tua and the Tyreek Hill stack, what are your thoughts on doing that in a, in a league like this?
3: I have no problems with it. I had, try to stack where i can um the league format doesn't necessarily push me one way or the other um so yeah if, if i can get a stack then i'm going to um but i'm not going to like don't force go it. for broke and, and force it yeah
1: yeah that's kind of where i am with these kind of leagues too is that you don't force it if, you, if i get to a point where you know obviously they probably took tyreek hill first and then i'm looking at two quarterbacks that are sort of in the same you know tier for me and I already have Tyreek Hill, then it might push me more towards uh, towards Tua in that case. Um, but I'm not going to reach for it to, to try to get the stack. I, you know, this is a good stack to have, obviously, too. If Tua stays healthy with Tyreek, um, there are some stacks that I've seen in leagues that you don't necessarily want to have. But I think Tua and Tyreek Hill is a it's one of those ones you definitely want to have. All right, let's get to number nine. Number nine. Number nine team ranked as high as seven and as low as nine. And Brian, this is your team and it is Devastator.
2: Yeah, um, I think Devastator was probably a little devastated with the JT news. Uh, I did these rankings before, you know, the, the poop really hit the fan with JT. I, I would probably push them lower than seven now, given that. Because what happened with JT was the worst possible scenario. It was really right. Like for, for us as far as, as fantasy goes, right. We're guaranteed four games without him. We have a bad relationship with, which can drag this thing out. They're probably in some ways less likely to trade him at least for a little while, because now no team's going to give up anything for a guy who's missing four weeks, really. And they were already asking for too much. And, you know, you know, it, this could get ugly where they like, he basically plays only a few weeks to get showcased around the trade line or, or enough to like make the contract, uh, not, you know, uh, was it toll, you know, like, uh, you know, like not toll. So it, so he accrues a year and you're getting almost nothing out of him, And, and his trade value now is cratering. So what are you going to do? He's, it's almost like you're burning a roster spot because you're not going to drop JT. Right. right. so, like, you just kind of got to hold on to him. But good news is, you have really good running backs besides JT. So I, I think for the most part, we have solid starters and, and good depth on this team. I think it's a team that's in the middle that could that could go, you know, towards the top with a few tweaks. You're in trouble with JT. Gabe Davis, like, he's hated so much that now he's a value. But he's not great as a wide receiver, too, in, in, a, in, a, in a league like this. Uh, and your quarterbacks are... You know, meh. we've got Aaron Rodgers and, and, and Jimmy G, you know, who knows? Rodgers might have a, a, a good year or, or two left, but, you know, he, he had zero with rushing. He plays at a slow pace. He's going to be what a high end QB two, you know, at best. And he's like, you know, 75 years old. Plus, I just I plus I just hate him as a human being. So, you know, I see him and I'm like, Ew. Um, so but, you know, you do have Jacobs. His situation got straightened out. Pollard love Pollard this year. I'm, I'm part of that hype train. Algiers, a really good injury by running back Singletary. I'm kind of back and forth on. Like, I, for a little while in the offseason, I thought he's going to be better than people think. He's going to take more from Damian Pierce than people think. In the preseason, they've experimented with, you know, using Damian Pierce on all three downs. We'll see. It's the preseason. Teams experiment. So, um, your wide receivers, DK, Gabe, Sutton, Lazard, and Boyd. Ugh, you know, I don't know that I like DK as my one. I especially don't like him as my one if Gabe's my two. Um, and then your tight end kind of like might, uh, soothe that a little bit. Cause Waller is essentially going to be a wide receiver. They're going to pepper him with targets. And they got a promising rookie mayor on, on the bench. So you've got some good stuff going on. Um, I think you just kind of got to eat it with JT. Cause like in keeper leagues, there's, there's no real like rebuilders, you know, where you can just say, all right, you know, I'm going to offload him to somebody who can afford to have him only play for, for five weeks and, and get something for him. Uh, that, that that you know could help me this year. It's that's more common in, in, in a full-on uh, dynasty. So I'd like to see you address your wide receivers a bit. Although Waller's pretty much going to produce a, as a, at wide receiver level at that position. So I don't want you to overpay uh, for anybody. Like you know, the first few weeks with Judy out, Sut- Sutton could could be something. You know, and and then that that hole is filled for a little while. But I think at some point. You're probably going to want to address the wide receivers a little bit. Um, so yeah, uh, you know maybe somebody likes Mayer. You know, uh, I know you got that that hot Jimmy G Mayer stack, but
1: you, you might <laughs> want to split that up. That's yeah. one of those stacks you don't want to have. <laughs> yeah, which what really hurts too is you look at his keepers, and one of his keepers was Jonathan Taylor. So that that Ouch. really that that really hurts. I mean, he did end up with Josh Jacobs. Um, so you probably got him at a value because that, at that time they didn't know if he was going to be playing or not this year. So that kind of helped a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that JT keeper, it really hurts. And, you know, you are talking about getting ugly and you mentioned it a little bit here, but I don't know if the league knows this. But if, if they were to not activate uh, JT for some reason and keep him on the pup the entire season, his year on this contract does not accrue, meaning he's still under contract next year. Uh, It does not accrue in a a year. So that would be a really.
3: Jim Iruse is the type of jackrabbit that would do.
1: Exactly what I was going to say. He would be the kind of kind of person that would just say, you know what? You want to play this game? We're going to beat you on pup and just you're not going to accrue an entire year. So um, something to kind of keep an eye on. Anything you wanted to pop in here, Shane, with on this team? Just because Brian does mention he doesn't look at the defenses
3: or the kickers. You've got the best defense. And I'm not throwing shade at you, Brian. It's just like I know a little bit more just because I play a ton of IDP. Um the Eagles defense is, I think, is going to be one of the best in the league this year. So you've got that going for you. Um, and kind of to Brian and Jeff's point, I would maybe try and package like a, a Sutton and a Lazard or Sutton and Davis or something like that to go improve that wide receiver room. Go get a tier up.
1: Yeah, agreed. And and uh Dwayne in the chat said that the NFLPA would probably sue if they did that to JT. Uh I don't think it comes to that. Uh, I and I, I agree, I don't think it comes to that. I was just kind of throwing it out there if they were to play that hardball with him um that his contract. Real quick,
2: not. sorry. Uh Shane, they, they did say in the chat that they can trade draft picks. So that kind of, you know, that makes it now a whole other like, you know, when you're when we're talking about packaging, you know, Sutton for and, you know, Sutton in a second or Sutton and you know, whatever, you know, for you know to to go get that wide receiver now your 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 options are
1: expanded you know your menu is bigger absolutely all right let's get to uh what are we on team number 8 number 8 number 8 team was ranked uh pretty big disparity here ranked as high as 4 and as low as 11 and uh, shane this is your squad and this team is pretty interesting name here two boobs two balls one goal
3: well, I know it was on your mind when you were making your team. Win. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is one of those that I mentioned earlier. That was kind of the victim of there were a lot of teams kind of in that middle that I liked, but ended up having to push people down. Um, and that's kind of why I had them at 11. I'm not the biggest Ramondre Stevenson fan. And I've been a well-known James Conner hater because he unfortunately is made of glass. Um, and then your depth on your bench does not excite me at all. And you've got Taysom Hill. And if you have paid any attention to any of the PLPs or my podcast or Twitter, um, you Hill. know I hate Taysom <laughs> Hill. Like, I don't understand what blackmail he has on the New Orleans Saints front office, but it's something. And so that's a, a, another bit for another day. But this team is probably better than I've ranked them. But based on like wanting to take them over, it's a bit lower. I do love that you've got Javante as your RB3. Um, I've actually not been a Javante guy, but I've been picking him up and, and drafting him in leagues as my RB3 pretty comfortably. Because the way I see it is Javante is not going to be the Javante that we expect at the beginning of the year. Because usually it takes a full year for people to recover from their ACL injuries. Um, So I'm expecting really around mid-year that Javante is back to the Javante that everyone's expecting. So if you've got him as your RB3, your flex in this case, you're not necessarily hurting for him and dying for him to have that, that upper echelon of performances that you're expecting. Um, That's pretty much all I got, Jeff.
1: Yeah. I think uh, with Javante Williams is patience is the key here because I think you, you probably took him with the thought process that he would be brought along slowly. So don't, you know, three games into the season, four games into the season when he's not hitting what you want. Don't panic and sell him. Uh, hold on to him because I, I will go back to week, week two of the preseason. Uh, he had 12 snaps. And in those 12 snaps, he had eight opportunities, which means uh, it tells me that once they get ready to use him full time, he's going to be used in the passing game. He's going to be used a lot in the running game. Uh, so he's I I have him in a lot of my leagues and I I think eventually he's going to be really good this year. Uh, just have patience with him. Um, I I actually like Ramondre Stevenson. I think the same thing uh, you know with him as far as uh, we were talking about Cam makers and not having a whole lot of competition there. I know Zeke is there uh, and Zeke may steal a few touchdowns, but I don't think it's going to be enough that it's really going to hurt Ramondre Stevenson's uh, value. Uh, A.J. Brown, Drake London, you know it's a great one-two combo. Josh Allen, you can't get much better than that. Um, So overall, I kind of like this team. Brian, you had this team uh, ranked pretty high here at four. What what are your thoughts on this team?
2: Well, I mean, we've got Josh Allen, you know, like a top three quarterback. Ramondre, I love like he's like a top 10 dynasty running back for me. Connor. okay, yeah. I mean, he's James Connor, but like he's going to eat this year. Like I, I know we don't love to like say, oh, let's lean into projectable volume, but there is nothing going on there, and they're going to run him into the ground. The only risk you have is that if they do feed him, that means there's more carries where he can get hurt, or they might say, you know, at the end of the year, like screw it, let's see what we have in Keonta Ingram, who by the way is one of my like has been a my guy for a while. You should grab him. Uh, I don't like cuffing your own running backs. This might be a case where maybe you do it. Uh, you've got AJ Brown in London at uh, at wide receiver. Like, I mean that's really good I, I you know i think london might might be the beneficiary uh rather than pits but either way there's going to be hyper concentration of the targets into like two guys and so if you have a big piece of the small pie that's that's adequate uh you have a top whatever five to seven tight end in kittle uh javante's you know, Givante, okay i'm kind of off him in, in in redraft this year and to me keepers like redraft plus you know but at the same time, you know, I, I like him in general. I, I like him. I loved him coming out. So I think by next year he's going to be really, really good. Uh, Jared Goff, he's like a part-time player. You can't really play him on the road. Or, you know, uh, you know, especially outdoors. Well, and you don't at the him same with time, yeah. At the same time, though, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a trade chip, and he's in a high-powered offense that you know he's and he's you know throwing at on Ross Saint Brown all the time. Jameer Gibbs, you got Rashad Penny who. You know, I think people kind of sleep on a little bit because of his injury past, and you know he could be really, really explosive as as, a, as the you know on the on the early downs and, and be a guy that can contribute on a bye week or if somebody gets hurt. You got a fairly good contingency upside running back in Damian Harris, who you know uh, we think is probably going to get some some of the high value touches at the goal line um, in, on that team. Uh, you know, Christian Kirk is a really good. You know, uh, wide receiver, wide receiver three, uh, uh, you know, Elijah Moore, I'm I'm high on this year. Uh, he's a really good wide receiver of four. Rasheed Rice, you know, I'm I'm very mixed on him. You don't really need him at this point. I'd like to see you turn him into a running back. And I'm very much against Taysom Hill as well. I hate Taysom Hill. However, like, the reason we hate him is because he gets used, <laughs> right, yeah. when we think he shouldn't. Uh, But I do think this is the year that you're going to start to see, you know, Jawan Johnson and Foster Moreau there. But I think you're also maybe going to see him use less in that, like Taysom package at the goal line, because they've got Jamal Williams and they've got Kenjay Miller who are bangers. And so that might be a useless piece right there. I'd like to see you turn at least one of rice and Hill into a running back.
1: But otherwise, like I love this team. Yeah. Yeah, solid team, top to bottom. I like it. All right, let's get to number seven. Number seven. Number seven team ranked as high as five, as low as eight, and it is math is king. Brian, this is your team.
2: Yeah, uh, so as a history teacher, I will disagree with your team name. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, uh, I I like this team. So Ayuk, for me, is a flag plant this year. I've got him well above Debo. Uh, I love him this year. As do Um, I. Henry is old, uh, and there's meh RB depth on this team. I think you need a better RB, two than Dalvin Cook, for sure. Uh, I want to see a better wide receiver, three and four flex, than Mike Williams. But it's really possible that he pops off this year. Um, the thing is, uh, you know, the, the new uh, offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, is going to want to push it downfield more, and Mike Williams is going to benefit from that. When he's on the field, but also... Uh, he could be a, a, a cap casualty next year with, with uh, they can, I think they can cut him and save a lot of money, um, uh, you know, and with Quentin Johnson there, uh, he might be the guy, he might be the odd man out. Um, so he's not, he doesn't have any like keeper retention value there. Um, there's really no need to, to really roster Thielen in a league with, with rosters this, this small. I know there's some buzz that he's going to be some reliable target for the rookie quarterback, but I don't he he you know he's he's I don't, he's just he's kind of washed. Um, I think you've got the right idea with the number of RBs that you that you have. I, I like that roster construction. However, the depth guys could be better, uh, considering uh, the roster size in the in this league. Uh, I think you can find some good guys out there, maybe on the waiver wire or in the trade market. You don't really need two tight ends or a bench defense. Um, so your quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence, love it. Stafford, you know, again, you know, it's a one QB league and, and, and he's old, but, you know, uh, once cup comes back, you know, uh, he's probably going to, he's going to, he'll probably produce better than people think. Uh, running backs are Derek Henry Dalvin cook, who was the lone keeper on this team. I don't know how some, how some teams have one keeper. Some teams have two or three. Like, I don't know how, how that works. I like P Ryan and Zeke um, as sort of, you know, uh, uh, can, you know p Ryan, i think can have some standalone value zeke definitely contingency upside ceh it's going to be a rotation there he's going to he's going to get touches but i just think collectively from like after derrick henry i want you to have better running backs um especially like a running back too so i think you need to work on that wide receivers Devontae smith and Ayuk. love them both I don't like having my top two wide receivers, though, both be like wide receiver one Bs on their team. Yeah. So you know that there's there, that's a slight concern there. But you know, I'm kind of splitting hairs there. Uh, I love Fryermuth mm-hmm. this year. I think Fryermuth is going to maybe surprise some people, um, and I I I I think he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> go off this year. Hunter Henry, as much as whatever it's Hunter Henry, they brought the sticky, but they're still seeing seeing Hunter Henry as the reliable red zone target he could be a trade a trade chip after he gets, you know, maybe a couple of touchdowns early in the season. So all in all, I want you to address running backs and probably the back end of your wide receivers, but I don't see much that you have to trade from. So you might have to dip into a little bit of that draft capital. Otherwise, I think you're kind of destined for the middle. But again, like we said, a couple
1: things break right, almost any of these teams are in the hunt. Yeah, agreed. And and the fact that he has Brandon Ayuk currently sitting on his bench, like it, it you know, it's it's a good luxury to have. Because I'm like you, I'm Brandon Ayuk is the receiver one there. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a Niners fan too, so uh, I love Debo, but uh, Ayuk is the one you want. And in, in Warden camp, is he's been completely unguardable. So uh, yeah, Ayuk, I think oh, huge. Love, I
3: love Brandon Ayuk. Um, I think I said it last offseason, either on a PLP or on my show, that I think Brandon Ayuk is actually a better. Like true to the word wide receiver, than Debo is. Yep. Um, I think Debo is maybe a better athlete, better weapon. But Ayuk, if you just want like pure wide receiver play, is the better better guy for me.
1: Yeah, agreed. Anything else you want to say on this, this team, Shane, before we move um, on? I
3: think what probably pushed them a little higher for me was I, I'm in love with Trevor Lawrence. Um, have been for a while. Um, and then Zeke, I think there's some touchdown upside. And CEH, I just wanted to mention this, is on a contract year. So I'm hoping that he maybe lives up to the hype of what we were hoping for CEH. Now, I don't think the full ceiling will be reached with that, but I do think um, he'll be playing a little harder. Um, trying to get a, a contract not, maybe not even with the Chiefs maybe somewhere else
1: yeah good call and uh, just going back on your Trevor Lawrence love I, just real quick you know you once traded a ton of picks to me uh, to get Trevor Lawrence and the- you're gosh <laughs> darn right I yeah. did
3: because I was trying to go Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence in a super flex startup and I literally texted Jay Felicio I was like hey watch this and like two picks before me <laughs> your old butt took Trevor Lawrence in front of me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, and I think that that the those draft picks and helped me win that league as well, because that uh yeah. worked out pretty well for me. You're welcome. All right, let's get to uh team number six. Number six. Number six team, uh pretty large disparity here. As high as two, as low as ten. Uh it is egg corn. And Shane, you had them at two, so tell me why you like this team so much.
3: Jeff, do I do the bit first? You, do it. you see the player on the roster?
1: <laughs> I do so, see it. I do see it. So how, how in the heck did you have him so high?
3: Okay. If you guys don't know, I hate Deshaun Watson. He's a despicable human being. Um, I'll leave it at that. I love this team though. Dak Prescott, love him. Trevor e- Travis Etienne, love him. DeAndre Swift. I think people are kind of sleeping on him because of the injuries. Um, I think Philly will be a gross three-headed running back, but he's the best running back in that three-headed running back room to me. Then you've got Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs as your wide receivers. Holy cow. And then Debo is your wide receiver three. I know we kind of just like crapped on on him a little bit, but I think he's got some room for some positive regression to um, closer to what we've seen of Debo. I don't think that's wide receiver three levels of Debo from a couple years ago, but I do think it's closer to what we're expecting. Then you've got Dalton Kincaid and Gerald Everett. Kincaid, I'm not super high on, but the the potential is there. And you've got a backup plan in Gerald Everett, who I do think is going to hit in the like as late as you probably got him. It's it's stealing. Then you've got really good depth on your bench. I'll include Deshaun Watson in that because if he gets back to what he was in Houston, like you can alternate between Dak and Deshaun as you kind of see fit. Brian Robinson has a chance to be the 1A in a backfield. Raheem Mostert, like, just had a glow up this week. Like, Jeff Wilson out, A-chain with the uh, shoulder injury, and JT didn't get traded there. Like, Raheem Mostert is wheels up for me. Then you've got some insurance with uh, the Baltimore Receiving Corps um, as a potential um, flex candidate with Rashad Bateman or Zay Flowers. And I think, I, like, I've said this a couple times in the last few weeks, I do not have enough of Zay Flowers. That kid is slippery and is going to be open all the freaking time. And that is what you want in a fantasy receiver because they will be your quarterback's best friend. Um, so top to bottom, I really, really like this this roster. Um and the I guess the favoritism of of Travis Etienne is probably what propelled me over the hate for Deshaun Watson.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I too am on Zay Flowers. I think it was like way back in February or something. I think Brian asked in the Discord like, you know, who was your early you know draft crush, and and Zay Flowers was mine. <laughs> Uh, It took a little bit of a hit with the spot that he landed in, but as things have kind of gone on, I've actually grown some more to to like that position. Uh, I think that offense is going to pass more this year. I think Zay Flowers fits what uh, Lamar Jackson likes to do. Uh, I think Zay Flowers is going to be a a great uh, player for years to come, so I'm with you on that. Starting roster, like you mentioned, is really good. And you got Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs uh, in your starting roster, and then you got Debo Samuel as a receiver three. Uh, You can't really beat that. Uh, I don't love, I, I like ETN. I, I don't like the DeAndre Swift one. I think there's going to be a full blown three headed monster there. And, you know, I, I'm not sure how much Swift's going to be used. We just assumed when he got traded there, that it was going to be the Miles Sanders role. Uh, I'm not so convinced anymore. So I, I do think there's going to be a little bit of struggle there. Why uh, is that? Like, why do you think he won't fill into the Sanders role? I don't think he can ha- hold up to it. And I, I don't think that they think that he can do that. I think the fact that you've heard some glowing stuff about, about Gainwell and, You know, they've talked up Penny a little bit. I think that they see it as a full three-headed monster. And they've kind of been that way before. You know, even when they had Miles Sanders uh, up until last year, it was basically a three-headed monster. We kept saying, you know, Sanders gets five yards per carry. Why can't he get more touches? And last year was the first year they actually gave him more touches. Um, But I don't know if Swift is going to be that guy. Um, But I do like on the bench there, Brian Robinson, uh, my co-host on the show that's usually on this time at night. Um, on Wednesday nights, actually is Brian Robinson. He loves him. He's going to be a, I think a volume guy. He won't be efficient, um, but he will be volume. The Redskins will run. I'm sorry. The Redskins commanders uh, will run the ball quite a bit. And I think he will benefit from that. Um, Brian, you had this team kind of on the opposite end of the, pers- the the spectrum here. What are your thoughts here? What, what are your, uh, what are you seeing?
2: Yeah, I think it might be one of those, you know, death of a thousand paper cuts thing again. I mean, Dak and Deshaun are kind of slipping in my dynasty rankings. I definitely am lower on Etienne than a lot of folks. Sounds like Shane as well. But you love, uh, love
1: Bigsby, right? Yeah,
2: and, and I'm not one of those people who thinks that Bigsby is better than or is, is going to outproduce Etienne, although I think there's a chance. I think, I think Etienne is nowhere near as elite as people think. And Brian, I think, do you know? And what? I think Bigsby is going to eat into Etienne's touches, especially the high-value touches a lot more than the Etienne truthers think. And so that explains part of it. Swift, I agree. It's, it's murky there. I used to love Swift. I was an unapologetic Swifter. He was my Dynasty RB2 at one point. Now he's like my Dynasty RB23. Um, you know, that, I mean, that team threw like, a, like, a, like an NFL low to the running backs as far as targets go. Okay, they didn't have a guy like Swift, but let, let me see you do it. Um, otherwise he, you know, one of the reasons he's not going to have the Sanders role is one, is because one of the reasons Detroit wanted to get rid of him is because he can't really run the ball. Like he's good. Like he'll beach out to the edge, but as far as like instincts and like, you know, hitting the hole and finding a crease and, you know, like he'll, you know, like coaches just like they hated him there. They couldn't rely on him to do, to do the right thing. A lot of his, a lot of his touches came in like in ways where, um, they were Space. like, uh, they were, um, how can I put it? Like the defense was expecting X, and they did Y with, with Swift, and that and that's and that's why he he uh, performed well there, like on a per touch basis. Yeah, there's a reason um, they
1: gave Jamal Williams so many goal line carries because Swift
2: was not good know, at it. You know, I, I, I've already talked about being super low on, on Debo. I think relative to market, um, let's see Brian Robinson. I do like you know a little bit. I think he I think he he will be better this year than he was last year, but he's essentially discounting Najee. Um, Raheem Mostert, like I did these rankings before the Wilson injury and all that, but you know, he's still Raheem Mostert. He's still fairly one dimensional and 31 years old. Like I I do like Bateman. I'm probably have a little more optimism on on Bateman than, than some other folks do. Uh, but, but there's, there's also a lot that remains to be seen with him, uh, and his, and his foot and, and the, and the target share there. I'm probably uh, like, I like flowers, but I'm probably lower than market on him. Uh, no need to have Justin Ross or a second tight end on this team. So, like, all in all, again, it's just a matter of, like, a bunch of little things pile up, and it's like, I wouldn't want to take over this team, you know? Fair enough.
3: All right. Brian, do you know what the, the suckiest thing for me this offseason has been? Is being an ETN truther and a Bigsby truther.
1: <laughs> you can't. You can't be both. It's like being a Commanders fan and a Dallas Cowboys fan. You just can't do it. You got to pick a side here. Oh, Yeah, no, I
3: don't because they're my favorite team now,
1: so I'm just happy. <laughs> All right, let's get to number five. Number five. Number five team ranked as high as three, as low as eight, and it is armed Rogery. And, Brian, this is your team here.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, so you've got Travis Kelsey, who's like a, a difference maker at the position. You got a pretty good quarterback duo with Burrow and Russ. I think you you lack sort of a solidly elite wide receiver option, uh, but there's plenty of upside in some of the wide receivers you do have. And again, like our friend who had Waller, Kelsey is essentially now your wide receiver one, you know, and and, and a difference maker at the position, an advantage that other teams don't have at that position. Um, So he can offset some of that. I think you have too many bench wide receivers and some of them are, eh, uh and I don't I think not enough bench of running backs, you know, because you have too many bench wide receivers. And I am definitely not a Pacheco guy. You know, um you get bonus points though for having no defense kicker or tight end on your bench. So um <laughs> yes. Burrow and Russ quarterbacks, Mixon Madison and Pacheco are the running backs, Lockett, um, Christian Watson, Judy Burks, Pittman, Tony dubs and Mooney are the wide receivers. Uh, Kelsey, the the tight end, the keepers were Burrow and Kelsey. I need you to add running back uh, depth, and possibly also maybe like improve the top end wide receivers. Maybe you can't do both. If Watson hits the ceiling, then he's he's your wide receiver one. I would move a couple of the wide receivers and or maybe tear down from Kelsey because you could possibly get so much for him to do some of that. And then also now that I know you can you can mix in picks. Um, yeah, I'd like to like you to shift some of that, the numbers of those wide receivers into, and turn them into running backs. Um, you know, like, I just want to go through your wide receivers real quick. Lockett constantly undervalued, but like, you know, he's Tyler Lockett. He's like 31 years old. JSN's there now. He's going to be a wide receiver too. And that's about it. Watson. I like him. He's a type of talent that I bet on in dynasty. And I lean into that kind of ceiling, but there's definitely a a world in which that goes wrong. Judy, you know, he's going to be hurt the first few weeks. He's, you know, people have said he's a head case. Um, We're still waiting for him to break out. You know, some data shows that he's overrated as a route runner, which people were saying he's a great route runner. Uh, Burks, see my comments on Watson. Uh, Kadarius, (laughs) Tony, Kadarius, (laughs) Tony. Romeo Dubs, he'll be a solid flanker type. You know, he'll get some targets, but really uh, Watson and Jaden Reed are going to be the wide receivers you want there. Mooney's interesting, right? Because I think he can be solid in a higher pass volume offense. And his contract is up, and they kind of have his replacement in house already with fourth round pick Tyler Scott. He's a guy that might get traded at the trade deadline. Um, so maybe hold on to him and see if he does get traded somewhere. And then maybe there's a value spike uh, there. So, um, so, all that to say, like, your wide receivers are kind of flat, right? So, I, I want to see you add depth running back, and then maybe add to the top end of your wide receivers.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I saw with this team as well. Like you, you, you look at Travis Kelsey and he's, you know, obviously probably their best player on the team uh, as far as the positional scarcity, but the rest of the team, the rest of the players are just kind of middle of the road. There's no, yeah. like, there's no guy. There's no you can, stud. There's no stud outside of Kelsey, obviously in, in, in Joe, Burrow in Burrow. In, yeah. Yeah. Those are your two, but your, your skills, your skill spots, your receivers and your running backs, you just got kind of some guys. So so my my thought is and, and I'm kind of in the same line with Brian is, you know, once you got a ton of receivers on your bench that could pop, you know, Burks, Tony, Dobbs, uh, even Mooney could have a pop game. Christian Watson. Uh, when that happens in the season, I, I think I'm trying to move them and maybe you package a two for one and you go out and get a, a stud, you know, a running back or whatever, get two of those guys off your roster. Um, that, that's my thought, because your 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 offense is very kind of boring. You're not going to have. Like, outside of Kelsey, none of those guys can win you a week with a, with a game. I, I don't see it. I guess Lockett Tyler could, Lockett, yeah. yeah Lockett, Lockett is, is the only
3: one that I think can win you a week. And Christian Watson.
1: Yeah, if Christian Watson hits his ceiling, like 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 Brian mentioned, if he has the games yeah. he had last year, but I don't know how well he's going to do with Jordan Love. You know, he's, he's kind of dependent on Jordan Love. And there's
2: a, a comment in the chat about questionable, questionable drafting. I You know, I would agree. Uh, I, you know, I, like, from a roster construction perspective, this person pounded wide receiver when they should have pounded running back, you know, contingency upside running backs and pass catching running backs, you know, like you're better off with Ty Chandler, Jerome Ford and Keontae Ingram than you are with Kadarius,
1: Tony and Romeo Dubs. Yep. Yeah. Good point. Anything else you want to say here, Shane, before we move on?
3: No, I'm uh, based on his comments and his professed love for running backs i'm surprised that brian had them at three to be honest um i think kind of what you guys said is why i had them where i did where it's like there's not there's not a stud on this team um they're good that's a good solid team but i don't think they'll make any noise in the playoffs
1: yeah it's it's tough when your studs in a one quarterback league is your quarterback and when your tight end is your other your other stud it's a t- it's a tough way to win a game all right let's get to number where we got number four number four number four team ranked as high as three and as low as five and it is company man and shane this is your team
3: yeah okay i couldn't remember if i had muted myself or not sorry um this is a solid team um qb1 patrick mahomes like i love that uh, then you've got Saquon and Gibbs. I think that's a really good one, two punch at running back Hopkins. I'm not the biggest guy. He's kind of old. Don't know what he can actually still do. Now his numbers in Arizona pre post suspension and pre injury were pretty good, but I don't know if the quarterback play is going to be anything near that. Cause like, I, I have no idea what to do with Tannehill in any format. Um, I'm super high on Calvin Ridley. Um, At one point pre-suspension, he was my dynasty wide receiver three. He's obviously dropped because he hasn't played in basically two years. But I still think the talent is there from everything we've seen. Dallas Goddard's an upper echelon tight end that doesn't really get talked about that way, but he should. Marquise Brown, I think, has a huge area for volume. Um, We saw what his numbers were like without Hopkins in the beginning of last year. I don't know if it'll be as close to the same thing, but I don't really care who the quarterback is. They don't have anyone else to throw to, in my opinion, um, that's worth their salt. Then you've got McManus at kicker, Browns defense. Okay, great. Kirk Cousins is a great QB2, but with this team and having Mahomes, you don't need him. Alvin Kamara after suspension is a great RB3. You've got Devin uh, Achain, who I like, uh, especially from kind of a keeper dynasty perspective. Chuba Hubbard, you could probably cut. Honestly, I don't know how much of a role he's going to have in Carolina. Michael Thomas, if he can stay on the field, <laughs> is a great, what, wide receiver for um, Odell, despite my personal dislike for him, um, that's another story for another day, has kind of seen a re- what we've seen as a, a off-season renaissance. So I like that for a, a what's the word I'm looking for? a value wide receiver, five or flex. And then I like Cole commit. Um, but with Goddard, you don't really need him. Um, but this team is just like, it's solid from top to bottom. Like I really like every single player on this team, except for Chuba Hubbard. Like I get why every player on this team is on this roster and how you constructed it and see a pretty easy path. I think for you within the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good call, and I I agree, and I think he's got some good pieces on the bench that could could pop. You mentioned Kamara, you know, having a suspension, but he will come back, and hopefully, he will be uh, a good enough running back to plug into his lineup. Uh, Marquise Brown, I you know, early in the off season, I was really high in him. Uh, I think cutting Colt McCoy kind of soured me a little bit on uh, Marquise Brown, only because I feel like the Cardinals are trying to tank without actually saying uh, you know publicly that we're tanking i think Col- I,
3: I do not understand it though kyler murray's contract for next year is absolutely egregious yes there is no way in yeah. hell
2: everybody's like, saying tank for caleb and i like, i'm sorry go ahead finish I, no
3: that you you i would actually prefer you to talk because my throat
2: hurts but <laughs> okay. I,
3: that's the it's where i was going yeah. with that
2: yeah i mean everybody's saying tank for caleb and it's like have you seen the dead cap on this guy's contract it's like, 80 million it's unmovable yeah like like, I really highly doubt that that happens, whether whether they trade the one oh one for like a boatload or draft Caleb and trade him or, or whatever. I, I would if there was odds out there, I would bet against Caleb being because yeah. um, you could probably get pretty good odds. Yeah. I would bet against Caleb being the Arizona quarterback.
1: Yeah, I would say that the trade option would probably be what they were looking to do if they because you're right. I mean, Kyler Murray is not going to go anywhere. They can't move that contract. Um, the 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 thing with Marquise Brown that I'm a little nervous of, you know, he kind of forced his way out of Baltimore because he wasn't happy getting enough targets. Uh, how does he feel about right now with them, you know, trading away potentially their best quarterback at the time, and they're really not trying to win? They traded away a good defensive player, you know, had some potential for a seventh round pick. Uh, if this team comes out and goes zero and five, zero and six, you know, where does Marquise Brown end up? You know, where is he going to be throwing, you know, throwing fits? Is he going to be faking injuries and not getting in the game. I'm a little nervous about him with this, with this attitude. So I'm, I'm a little bit more sour on Brown than I was early on in the season and maybe Clayton tune or, or, or the other guy, I can't even think of the, uh, is it was Dobbs. The other they have Josh
3: Dobbs now. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: maybe they're going to be better than I think they will be, but I I'm, I'm a little worried about the situation there with, with Marquise Brown. But outside of that, I agree with your, your analysis It's a pretty solid team top to bottom. Uh, it's got a good mix of young young guys and some older guys. Patrick Mahomes fixes a lot of your mistakes you, if you know yep. he's going to cover up a lot of stuff for you. um, so overall, I like this quite a lot. Anything you wanted to chime in with Brian real quick?
2: uh, you know, uh, no, I'm gonna push back on Chuba, but maybe
1: I'll do that when I talk about Sanders on this next team. All right, let's get to the next team. Number three, number three team ranked as high as one uh, by Brian, as low as seven. And uh, Brian, this is your team, and it is Muff Divers. Listen, this was really hard for me to rank this team number one. First of
2: all, like you and the two boobs person need to like grow up and get some better team names. <laughs> uh, two, you have a bench kicker and defense. So like that and is- tight and tight end. I like I, I automatically wanted to put you so low.
3: That's that. probably why I ranked them <laughs> where I did.
2: <laughs> but I look at this team and I'm like, they have like elite starting lineup. They have the best starters in the league. You've got two big upside quarterbacks who like they're with their rushing are you know Konami quarterbacks. Um, you've got the best starters in the league. Brees, I will admit, he'll be slow to start out because. He's already saying that there's some cuts that he just doesn't trust himself making. He's not a full, you know, year and a half away from the ACL injury yet, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a year and a half away. He's not even a year away yet. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, people say one of the reasons he worked reworked the contract was specifically to get a guy like Dalvin Cook there. So he's gonna want to lean on Dalvin Cook. He's like, listen, I got two years left in this league. I wanna win, a- I wanna win another Super Bowl. You know, so so Brees unfortunately will be slow to come out of the gate, but he's an elite young running back. And, 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 you know, he's like, he's still for me, a top three dynasty, uh, dynasty running back. Um, and you've got a meh bench, especially because ew, you have a kicker in defense, but you have great trade chips to address all of your needs. Right? Like, so you have, um, so quarterbacks are Lamar and Anthony Richardson, you know, um, listen, if Anthony Richardson, hits right like he he's he's a he's a league breaker in a one quarterback league so you could trade him or lamar um you know Miles Sanders i think people are are sleeping on him a little bit this year he's not super great he's not elite but he's going to have a three down role i think they i think they trust him there with that uh i love charb uh you know uh i think the the charb and and kenneth walker analogy is is very close for me to the bigsby and Etienne analogy I talked about earlier. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, eh, you know, he's old, but he's, he's going to get some, some he's going to he catch some passes, passes. Yeah. you know, and, he, and he's going to probably score some touchdowns on that offense. Your wide receivers are ridiculous. Justin Jefferson, CD Lamb, and Chris Olave, right, as your top three wide receivers. Uh, and then Jacoby Myers, who, you know, um, you know, he catches a lot, you know, he gets a lot of targets, so he, you know, he's pretty decent. And then your tight end, you know, you've got my dynasty tight end, one and Kyle Pitts who even if he's like the second target on the team below London, again, that hyper concentration is going to mean something. Uh, Evan Ingram, you know, I think he's a little buzzy. I think you could spin him off in a trade. You don't need a second tight end on this team. So I would drop, um, I would drop your kicker and defense on your bench. You don't, you don't need, you don't need them. Uh, And I would either drop or trade Evan Ingram. And, And with those three spots, I want you to get two running backs and one more wide receiver. Um, however, you want to work that, uh, and because I, I think that's how I would tweak this team. And I think between the picks and like you know the fact that Olave is your wide receiver three and things like that, you've got trade chips to to you know uh, or if somebody really loves Richardson, you know, like the guy with the Purdy at quarterback, you might as well trade for Richardson. Um, y- you know, you've got you've got trade chips to kind of paste over any holes that you have now. And so I looked at this team and I was like, I just like ooh. I saw Lamar and Richardson and Brees and J Jeff, and I was like, "I would want Pitts, I' would want to take over this team. This is yeah. a sexy team, so so yeah I, I I really love this team. Just just you know,
1: change the team name, please <laughs> and I don't know if he was joking in the chat, but he said this team was auto drafted. Uh, I used to play on Yahoo, I don't anymore. I use sleeper, but uh, if if Yahoo is now auto drafting teams this good, uh, I might go back to Yahoo. Yeah, been, right.
2: <laughs> I've been told the AI is improved on on auto drafting on some of those
1: sites, so you know who knows. Right? Yeah, because I know Yahoo used to be terrible when I used Yahoo back in the day, and this this team is sexy. I mean, that line mathematically,
2: of... you're actually pretty good if you actually auto drafted. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a whole thing about it that I can explain, but like
1: I can't explain it as well as the person. I'll just I'll show you the article later. Fair enough. Uh, and and Dwayne in the chat is talking about how we rank this team so high when he's got two defenses and, and two kickers and all that. But that, I ranked them seven for a reason, yeah. Well, that that starting lineup though, that, that's what wins you games. I, yeah. I know, and we, we want to have the
2: fact that you can he's got trade chips to, to paste over those three roster holes, like, yeah, you know, like that's that's fine, yeah, you know, it's like solid you, team. You, you can, you, can, you can trade Chris Alave and still start Justin Jefferson and, and CeeDee Lamb. Like come on.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, let's get to team number two. Oh, maybe not. My drop doesn't want to work. All right, well, we'll just get to team number two. I don't know what happened to my drop there. It's not uh it's not going off. But
2: number two. <laughs>
1: Beautiful, beautiful. I don't know With why. The I sore paid.
2: throat and everything. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Number That's two why I was able to hit that octave. <laughs> Number two team ranked as high as one by Shane and as low as six. It is uh Super Mario Crystal Ballin. And uh Shane, this is your team here.
3: Okay, this is a great team name. I love this team name. Very creative. Um Yeah, I mean, just starting from the top, Justin Herbert and Bijan Robinson is like Dynasty keeper gold, like Herbert's a top, what, five, six, seven, eight quarterback. Um, and he's 24, 25. I can't remember. He's got Kellen Moore coming in. He's going to be healthy this year. Like I love, 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 love Justin Herbert. And then you got the one Oh one dynasty RB one, I think for most people in BJ Robinson. And then your RB two is Nick Chubb. Now, yes, he's getting long in the tooth for a running back, but that dude's one of the purest runners in the NFL. Um, and it, on this screen is on flex, but on the spreadsheet, he's in the RB two slot. Um, and then Dobbins in the flex, like, or as your RB two, either one, I don't care. Flip those around. They're both great. I love Dobbins. Um, Dobbins is really, really efficient. So like, even if for some reason he doesn't get a ton of volume, he's always been really, 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 really efficient with his touches. And so I love that about him. Um and then wide receivers, you stacked with Keenan, uh, Keenan Allen with Justin Herbert, perfect. Jahan Dotson, flag plant, flag plant, flag plant. I have been all in on Jahan Dotson. Um, it's been pissing me off that people have been taking him around earlier than I was planning to, and that was a round early from ADP. Like Jahan Dotson's going to be freaking good. Um, I think on the pot-a-thon, someone mentioned it was actually Kyle mentioned how for like every 180 yards a uh, player is projected to score a, one touchdown and Jahan Dotson blew that number no out way. of the water uh, because of how many touchdowns he scored. I think his yards are going to skyrocket. His touchdowns may go up to like 10 cause he scored seven last year, but this kid is so freaking good. So I am perfectly fine with him being your wide receiver too. You got TJ Hawkinson, who's probably what tight end three. You've got Tank Bigsby, who we all know I love. Brandon Cooks is criminally underrated, typically. Sky Moore has a ton of upside. Deontay Foreman, meh. You've got Jeff Wilson, obviously, sitting there on IR. Move him to IR if you guys have that and go pick somebody up. Use your roster slots to your advantage. Quentin Johnston, I'm not a Quentin Johnston guy. Um but you've got the obviously potential stack with Herbert if he does hit um, and he can be your wide receiver three or your flex in this wide receiver. And Tank Dell's a guy who is kind of, I still think, a sleeper. Like, I think Tank Dell has the potential to be really, really good. Um, If you do bench Jeff Wilson uh, or or move him to IR, uh, I almost would go replace him with... Yeah, it'd be a wide receiver or a running back. It it would just ha- depend on who's available. Um, I think you're kind of set at running back with uh, Bijan, JK, Chubb, and Tank. Um, so you don't necessarily need it, in my opinion. So I would go for another receiver. Uh, but, yeah, I absolutely love this team. Um, tons and tons of upside, I think.
1: Yeah, it's a very so- solid roster, and, and I'm with you with Dotson. I, I live in Washington, D.C., so I get to hear all the – the good things about him in camp and how him and how have a great connection. And uh, Terry McLaurin is almost guaranteed to at least miss that first week, if not two with the turf toe. Uh, if he plays, he'll be a shell of himself. So Dyson, you know, even more wheels up and
3: they him. have Arizona in week one.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's, he's going to have a monster game in my opinion. Um, Sky Moore even got a little bit of a of a value boost just recently with the news that they said they came out and said that Justin Ross and uh, Rashi Rice are going to be, quote unquote, package receivers, uh, which means Mm. they won't be starters. Uh, Kadarius Tony is supposed to be healthy for week one, but who knows how long he'll last (laughs) when he gets in there. So Sky Moore is the de facto snaps. Yeah, exactly. He's the de facto receiver one in that offense, and they can't throw every pass to Travis Kelsey. They have to go somewhere else. Uh, so Sky Moore, you know, being on the field with Patrick Mahomes is never a bad thing. So uh having him as your receiver, what, four or five, whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh Justin Herbert, I think, has the upside to be the QB uh one. Um yeah. so that's uh, you know definitely a good a good thing there. You mentioned the stack with Keenan Allen. Um never been a, a big touchdown guy, Keenan Allen, but he's a, he's gonna be a solid week in and he's week a target out. Target hog. He definitely is, and he'll he'll give you enough points with those uh, receptions to to make up for the lack of touchdowns that he has. Um, Brian, I'll go to you. Give me some of your thoughts on on this squad here. What do you what what are you seeing?
2: Well, I I think I want to instead maybe address uh Dwayne's question about the ranking that that other team um third that had uh the two kickers and and the two defenses. I hope part of part of my answer about the fact that they have that they have trade chips uh answered that that question. Um so here's the thing. So That's essentially the Evan Ingram spot, the second kicker and the second defense are his his bottom three roster spots. Yeah. Right. Like, and so you're you're saying essentially, you know, that I should be judging the team by the bottom three roster spots. So first of all, the trade chips, second of all, the the bottom three roster spots. Third of all, as much as I do preach that like I like running back depth and things like that, at the same time. With rosters that are small like this, depth generally becomes less important because the waiver wire pool is better right so you know you may you may say, oh look he's carrying a second kicker a second d-. well you know if Jeff pulled up the waiver wire right now I, I'd probably give you ten guys that that I could you know replace those kickers defense and, and everett Ingram with that I'd be super happy with and I'd still rank that team that team highly, you you know? So, uh, that's, that's, I, I, and also again, you know, we say it at the top of the show, but I think sometimes people forget along the way we're ranking these teams based on not necessarily like how they'll finish or how quote unquote good they are. We're ranking them in the order in which we would want to take them over. Right. And so when I see a team with J Jeff and Pitts and Lamar and Anthony Richardson and Olave and CD Lamb, like, my excited. pants get tight. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. Like
1: excited. I, I want to take over that team. Yeah, 100. So any any thoughts on this team here, uh, Brian? Yeah, you know, um, I just think I love I love like Herbert. I
2: love my bold prediction on Dynasty Fever is going to be that he's going to be the, the QB one this year. Um, Chubb, uh, you know, really good, but again, he's a 28 year old running back. Keenan Allen. You know, again, you know, you've got an aging guy there as your starter. Um, I'm lower on Hawk than a lot of people are. Like, if you look at the numbers, they're just like he, he's getting there on, on, on volume. You know, like his, his points per game didn't really go up that much
1: Well, and uh, last from year, Detroit I think... to
2: Minnesota. And he had a couple of spike games with some, un, with some weird touchdown yep. efficiency that he's not going to be able to match either this year. Uh, love Dobbins this year. Love him. Um, You know, again, I like Tank, but you know, Foreman Wilson. I like that you're that you're putting in you know depth running backs. I don't know that I like them as much as I like some other depth running backs and Brandon Cooks. Eh, Uh, Sky Moore. I like this. I just it was just one of those like also like as much as we kind of said, well, you know, it's only a one QB league and all that. Look at how many teams have a second QB, and not only that, but like a second good QB. And you've only got Herbert, right? So, in a league that where everybody's carrying a second quarterback, I, I don't know. I, I kind of would feel like I, I would, I would, I would want to address that. So, yeah, I mean, nothing. And, and, and I'm not, a, and I'm not a Tank Dell believer. Just whether or not you believe in Tank Dell, but you know, nothing like egregious about this team. And like we said, it's kind of a flat league. I mean, I have them six, so like, yeah. I mean, they're like they're like a, a, a mid tier team as far as like how I would want to take them over, but. But like we said, any team in this league can really push and 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 win this year, yeah, except absolutely. maybe the Purdy
1: guy. <laughs> absolutely. Just to go back on your Hawkinson thing, I was going to cut you cut you off and and, t- and say exactly what you said about the spike games, because uh, I'm a big DFS player, and there's a there's a term or a, or a, st- a statement that we use a lot of times where a guy quote unquote breaks the slate, uh, where they just have these huge monster games, and typically a player will have one of those break the slate type games. And Hawkinson had two of those one when he was with Detroit and then he got traded and had one with the Vikings where he, you know, essentially had a 40, 50 point game, something like that, where he quote unquote broke the slate and, and that really inflated a lot of his per game numbers. So um, good, good point on Hawkinson. And Shane, I see you over there raising your hand. What what do you want to try?
3: I was with? raising my hand because I was trying to be polite to the teacher um, <laughs> there. I just made a glaring, glaring realization for this league. One, Sam Howell is still on waivers. Two, Bryce Young is still on waivers. And three, CJ Stroud is still on waivers. So this guy, for example, because I I mentioned it for this team specifically, can put Jeff Wilson on IR and then go pick up one of those guys or just cut Tank Dell. And go do it. Because I think those guys would bring this team a little more value. And then the guy that has Brock Purdy, cut Brock Purdy and go pick two of those guys up. (laughs)
1: Yes. All the Brock Purdy hate guys. I don't know if I'm going to bite y'all back on any of these POPs. (laughs) Again, he's great for real football. Fair enough. (laughs) But not fantasy. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Let's get to the next team here. And it is the number one team. Let's hope my drop works. Number one. Number one. Number one team surprisingly was not ranked by anybody at number one. It's just the overall became the number one team. It was ranked uh, as high as two and as low as four. And it is Stairway to Evans. And Brian, this is your squad.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, the listeners, viewers might be saying, well, how can this team be number one if they were ranked two and four? so it's the highest average right and so when you only have two rankers that's going to affect things differently than like some other shows where we might have three or four with like you know exactly. big leagues and so that that affects it too right so it it might be funky so so for example you know the muff divers they were third but, they, but I ranked them one and Shane ranked them seven right so that's you know whatever kind of the you know the the they had the third highest average the average was was 4 so if we brought in a third ranker that had some other kind of opinion that might tweak things. Right. So just wanted to also note that. So stairway to Evans, pretty good. I'm not one for the pun names. I've just never done that. You know, like they're so popular, but like, whatever. Okay. So, um, I like them. One of the reasons I didn't put them. Number one was like, listen, fields could talk about breaking slates field could break fantasy this year, but he also could break the, news. Break. Well, I, I'm not as low on him as some other people are, but, but he's like of the eight quarterbacks I really trust in, in Dynasty at this point. He's like the eighth, you know what I mean? Um, and Daniel Jones, he's creeping up for me, but like I would want my QB. I would want both. I, both those are QB twos for me, for the most part, except for feels like I said, he's kind of like that last QB that I trust. Um, so, you know, so the QB room, I hate saying room. Why did I do that? isn't as, isn't really to me, a, a, you know, um, as, as good as, as the guy, the person I ranked number one Eckler, very good, but aging with the new, uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Eckler could take a hit here. They like to push it downfield. Um, as much as Kellen Moore, uh, you know, his, his philosophy is aggressively take what the defense gives you and what the defense gives you can sometimes be, you know, uh, checkdowns. at the same time. If you look at Eckler's target share. In games that he played with Allen, with Williams, and with Allen and Williams, like it consistently goes down, you know? Like, so that's something to, to keep in mind. And you add, you know, QJ into the mix. I don't love him, just like Shane doesn't love him, you know, but but he, he's in the mix. So Eckler's a faller for me. They named Josh Palmer the
3: wide receiver three today.
2: Well, you know, I, I know it's, I know. but <laughs> yeah.
3: just something to munch on. Yeah.
2: Uh, James Cook, I'm, I'm kind of a cook skeptic. You know, I, I don't, I'm not a believer that he's this three down, three down back. Uh, I've never liked him as much as other people do. Uh, I, I think he will improve this year, but he will not improve to, I think where people are, are saying, uh, Cooper cup, even before the, the whole re-injury, you know, uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't want, I don't want the 31 year old to be my wide receiver one in a keeper or dynasty although it matters probably a little more in dynasty, you know, and here we are with a re-injury. I'm um, on Ross St. Brown, you know, target hog, but if it's half PPR and not full PPR, which I think we're right. Yeah. It, that matters. Uh, uh, you know, that matters, right. Cause he's like, he's much better for PPR being a, the target hog that he is. He probably will have some positive regression in touchdowns, right? Like he was tackled inside the five, like eight times or something. Last Most year, of the right? NFL. Yeah, It's one of the the reasons why Jamal Williams had so many touchdowns, right? Um, So he'll probably have some positive TD regression. But at the same time, you know, he's outkicked his coverage as far as the archetype that he is of the wide receiver. He's benefited from, you know, Jared Goff being a low ADOT passer uh, and also not having a great supporting cast around him and a team that didn't want to use Hawkinson. Now you have a team who's over the moon about LaPorta and Gibbs. Montgomery is better than Williams and a better pass catcher than Williams. Uh, um, Jamal, that is. I like Jameson more than some people do. He's going to be there. I think he can do more than be the deep threat. All this to say, like, Amon Ra is great. Like, he's, he's a top 10 wide re- dynasty wide receiver for me. But, like, he's probably one, the one in the top 10 that I'm the most worried about. Um, Andrews, love him. You got your tight end two, boom. I mean, the tight end two essentially in Dynasty. Uh, so love it. He, he could push for the tight end one this year. That offense is going to take a step forward. Um, Godwin, I'm lower on him than a lot of people. He's a faller for me on tomorrow night's episode of Dynasty Saturday Night 5. You, you, you can tell. I, I, you can hear why. Uh, I think you have mostly good starters here. You have a touch of age, I think. Uh, you've got two rushing quarterbacks. It's good that they add rushing, but I don't think either of them is like a, a QB one that I love. Uh, you got a pretty good bench. You don't need that second tight end, uh, but at least you don't have a kicker and, and defense, which is good. Gibson, I think, could really be a surprise uh, for for people this year. He's kind of a buy for me. The rookie wide receivers you have on your bench might be slow to start, and you're relying—I shouldn't say relying—but you you have three of them: Addison, JSN, and Hyatt. Right? I would want to see one of them not be a rookie Rookies start slow and get better as the, as the year goes on. And if like, if, if the Tampa offense goes tits up and Godwin isn't producing the way people want, like, it, it, you know, I don't know. Uh, I would, I would maybe try to spin off one of those, one of those rookies and also get rid of Schultz somehow. Uh, so, you know, you, you've got uh, fields, Daniel Jones, Eckler, James Cook, Elijah Mitchell, and Gibson. Cup, Amon Ra, Godwin, Addison, Jason, and Hyatt. Andrews and Schultz are your tight ends. Essentially, I want you to have one less rookie wide receiver, especially now with, with with Cup hurt. I want you to have, you know, solid, more reliable. I'm usually a ceiling guy. I think you need a little bit of floor in this situation. Um, and also, there's really no need to have Schultz. I want you to turn that roster spot into a running back. Otherwise, you know, like a lot of te- teams in this league, a, a solid team and one, one I, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, I wouldn't mind taking over.
1: Man. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, you mentioned the the receivers there being the young guys on the bench and it, you know, you already have Cup injured and you could see exactly how how hard that lineup's getting ready to fill when you start hitting bye weeks. If you have bye weeks and injuries and you're putting in, you know, Jackson Smith and um Addison I love. I, I love all the receivers he has, but it's going to be it be tough as rookies to to step in there and, and be producers in fantasy. Have you can see in the
2: chat there uh, he's made a trade. They traded um Hyatt for Dion Jackson, and you should have gotten more for Hyatt. I'm not a Hyatt guy, and I think you should have gotten more for Hyatt because he's buzzy and was catching some long touchdowns in preseason. With the JT news, Dion Jackson's like the third guy I want in that backfield. Probably, you know, Zach Moss will stumble his way to volume uh, production, and Evan Hall has got got the two way skill set uh that that probably is is desirable. Dion Jackson's like fairly one dimensional pass catching back. I like having pass catchers. But in a league with with this roster size, like there's almost no reason to roster a guy like Deion Jackson when you could trade Hyatt probably for something better.
1: Yeah, that's a good calling. They've already they've already announced he's the starter week one, but that's only because Zach Moss isn't ready. Was, well, as yeah. soon as Zach Moss is ready, he's the starter. So you might have a one week starter and then you're going to have a backup.
2: Oh, oh, OK. So it was a waiver. So he dropped Hyatt and oh, got, got Deion you. Jackson. Gotcha. Yo. Okay, I mean, Jaleel McLaughlin would have been a better waiver pickup than Deion Jackson. <laughs> Shane, anything you want to mention here on this team? Just that I'm,
3: I think I'm agreeing with Brian where I'm lower on fields and lower on James Cook, and that's why they ended up being at, at four. Um, that combined probably with a little bit of the age. Um, if I were to trade a rookie wide receiver, uh I don't know. I may try and capitalize on the, the Jordan Addison camp hype and people thinking that the Vikings offense is going to be this big explosive thing, which it probably will be. But um I think JSN is the best receiver Um and you'll you just got to play the long game with him. So don't get impatient with there. So I would trade Addison before I trade JSN.
1: Yeah, that's that's the one thing I was looking at, too, because, yeah, you know, trading the rookie receivers, you know, could make sense. But. Uh, I imagine he didn't spend a high draft pick on them and can keep one of them for pretty cheap. So you got to yeah. decide which one of those guys you want to keep. Uh, if I'm
2: not mistaken, week one, Minnesota plays Tampa Bay. That's correct. Now, we could say positive game script. It's going to be a Madison game. I could also say first half, they're just going to be pass happy. <coughs> they always are. we on Tampa. And Addison's going to get a lot of targets. He's going to, and he, you know, he's going to maybe look good after that week one. Might be a, might be a good sell. You never know. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, they they do play uh, Tampa.
1: Yep, good call. All right, guys, that wraps the podcast up. Uh, I want to thank everybody that's in the chat in the league in general. Thank you for your purchase. Uh, You know, I know we've done this league a couple times now, Uh, at least the second year, if not the third year, we've done this league. Uh, So thank you once again. We hope to see you next year. Uh, before we leave, though, I want to give you guys one last chance to plug what they got going on. Give them your Twitter handle. We'll go to you first, Shane.
3: Yep. You guys can follow me on Twitter at FF Shane B. Podcast is at FFRZRedemption. Redemption. Um, and I'm a ranker at Roto Heat. So check us out at RotoHeat.com. Good
2: stuff, Brian. Yeah, at FFJunkie underscore on uh, the Twitter X Elon's Plaything, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, uh, at dynasty fever pod is my other podcast tomorrow night, seven thirty Eastern is the going for two, uh, podcast I do called dynasty Saturday night five rankings and some articles on going for And you can always, uh, heckle me on, on Twitter and with, you know, tweets and DMS and, 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 and that sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Good stuff. As always, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Lambert seventy seven. And if you're not already in our Discord, uh, you want to go get in there. We got a lot of activity going on. Um, you can find the Discord link in my Twitter profile, uh, or you can go to goingfor2.com twocom in the bottom right corner. There's a little Discord logo. You can click on that, join the Discord. We got some uh, some great quote unquote uh, pros in there, experts. If you if you if you if you want to call them experts. Uh, Shane's in there, so I can't really can't really say experts. <laughs> but yeah, there's some great guys in there that know a lot of stuff. So if you want to get in there for the season and you know ask questions that kind of stuff, it's a uh, it's a great place to be. Uh, and again, you know, thank you for your purchase. And if you wanted to get uh, in on that promo, that uh, promo code is EarlyBird24, and the URL is goingfor2 dot com backslash plp uh, for Shane for Brian. I'm Jeff, and we hope to see you next year.